Welcome to season four of BFA Life, a podcast where we seek to unpack the realities of BFA culture, life, and influence as we dialogue with students, staff, parents, and alumni. If you ever wanted to join the conversation, feel free to write to us at communications at bfacademy.de. My name is Nathan, and the voice you just heard belongs to my co-host, Josh. We are kicking off the 21-22 school year with this episode where we get to share the amazing ways that God has provided for staff as he faithfully has for the past 65 years. The testimonies you're about to hear were given by our new staff as they recounted their journeys of hearing the Lord's call, choosing to obey, raising their funding, and eventually landing here on German soil to begin serving with all of us here at BFA. These stories are an annual reminder to us how God continues to shape and guide this school. It reminds us that He alone is the reason we can still exist, that we can continue to invest in the next generation, and that we can remain as a support for families building God's kingdom around the world. This is part one of two episodes dedicated to the new staff testimonies, so be sure to take a moment and check out the description to see who's included. Thanks for listening in, and we hope you are as blessed as we are when we first heard these stories. These are recorded during our all-staff conference. It's a tradition that we've had for many, many years now, where each family and each individual gets up and shares how God has brought them to BFA. If you partner in prayer or finances with any of these new staff members, from all of us at BFA, we'd like to say a big thank you for your generosity and commitment to sustaining them as they serve here. BFA as a whole would not be able to operate without you. All right, without any further ado, let's jump right into the first testimony from Christina. Um, so my name is Christina, and I am an RA at Stork, and <laughs> yay, Stork. Um, I told God that I never wanted to be a missionary, but lo and behold, I am here. Um, and I have worked with missionary kids since I was 18. I started working at a ministry for pastors and missionary families called Alongside, and I was there as a children's program assistant and then a youth program director, and absolutely loved that job. That was where the Lord opened my eyes to the needs that families in ministry have, and specifically the kids of families in ministry have. Um, I was there for five years, absolutely loved that job, and then got burnt out because it was a very demanding job, and left ministry to pray about what the Lord had next for me and where he would be taking me. And during that time, I started dating a guy, and when I went to visit his family for Christmas, um, his sister, Lauren Holland, (laughs) told me all about Black Forest Academy. And based on my past experience, she was like, oh my goodness, like, you would probably love this. Would you consider this? And I was like, I don't want to be a missionary, but thanks. (laughs) And (laughs) during the next, like, during COVID, and then I found myself single again, I was like, I was praying about what the Lord had next. I wanted to do life on life ministry, and I wanted to work with missionary kids. And I was like, where in the world can I do that? And like, BFA just kept coming to mind, kept coming to mind. I was like, no, no, okay, finally, I applied. And I initially applied for this upcoming school year, so I wouldn't be coming until now. But once I applied, Lauren called me and she was like, hey, would you be willing to come this year? Like, we need someone at Stork now. And I was like, well, maybe. And so I prayed about it. And I was like, well, I can come in January. And so the Lord, I got my life together, um, was able to finish up the lease of my apartment. And um, it was a crazy time because I was still working full time. And then my best friend was getting married, so I was planning her wedding. So I didn't get to start support raising until, like full-time support raising until November. But the Lord brought in all of my support in about a month and a half. And there was a couple just amazing miracles that happened during that time. And I was able to get here beginning of January for the January semester. And um, I'm just so thankful that the Lord 
led me here and provided this opportunity and brought me here. It's nothing I would have imagined or chosen, and but it's incredible. And I love our ladies. I love our students, and I'm so excited for them to come home. The dorm just does not feel the same without them, so I can't wait for them to come back. And um, so, so thankful. What else am I gonna say? <laughs> um, what, what, I can be done? I can be done, yay! <laughs> Thank you. Hey guys, I'm Savannah. If you don't know me, I am a school nurse and work in the health office. Um, I've been here for about the last like 10 months. I came in October of last year. So I thought that meant I got out of doing this, but apparently not. Um, <clears throat> I graduated um, in uh, 2020 um, from my university with um, my degree in nursing, obviously. Um, that meant 2020 graduate. I graduated in my living room, which was exciting. Um, not at all what I expected. Um, and even my whole last six weeks of college um, was just looked completely different because I was at home doing online classes. So just kind of everything in my life kind of took a halt um, on what I expected. Um, and that included what I was thinking about for the future. Um, so when I was thinking about um, all through college, I had had this plan in my head um, that I was going to move to Denver. I knew where I wanted to work. I knew where I wanted to live. Um, and I think the Lord used that time of um, just kind of taking a pause on my life to be like, wait a minute, like, Lord, what do you want um, with my life? Um, and just being able to pause and be like, wait a second. Um, I was an RA in college for two years, and I found people telling myself telling people that was like my dream job. I loved it. Um, and so as I started to look to the future, I was like, I wonder if there's something that I could kind of like utilize that. Um, and, um, but as I was praying about it, I was like, I also graduated with a nursing degree, so I feel like I should probably do something in nursing. Um, and I, um, I'd thought about doing something like overseas, but I'd also been told by some people, like maybe wait till you're older. Um, so there was just a lot of like conf what felt like conflicting desires um, in my heart and not quite sure um, like how those would line up. But I um, just like prayed about it and was just like trusting the Lord like with his timing in that space and ended up coming across an opportunity that was um, all I knew about it was it was like overseas school nursing and like almost immediately I was like that's such a cool combination of like those desires. I was like, wait, what if I could do that? Um, and so I had no idea like the location, nothing about it, but I just like went ahead and applied. because I was like, that seems really cool. Um, and I remember telling my parents that night and they were like, you did what? They're like, do you know what country? And I was like, no. Um, <laughs> but I um, obviously through that ended up hearing about Black First Academy and this is where um, the Lord ended up leading and directing and um, I'm so, so grateful um, for the opportunity. No one in my family is in full-time ministry. Like, no one had even done a concept of having a job, like, that's living on the support of other people. And while my family was super supportive, um, I remember my dad just having an honest conversation with me and being like, this is awesome, but I just, like, have no idea, like, what you do or where you go from here. Um, and even my church, too, while they are super um, supportive of missions, no one in my church had ever actually been, like, sent out. Um, 
And so it was a big learning curve for me of like, well, what does this look like? Um, but just to be able to see like the Lord's faithfulness and provision, I think is absolutely amazing. Um, and something that, <clears throat> as I was thinking about doing this again today, um, at first I was like, I'm not sure I really want to do this, but um, just grateful to be able to look back on. I never want to be like over like that awe of what the Lord has done. Also, I see the red card is up, so I need to stop. <laughs> So nervous. I thought as well as everyone else that we'd gotten away with it. And then I saw Clarence's email and was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> and I started thinking about what I was going to say and realized that my faith testimony and my testimony and how I came to BFA are so intertwined. I can't begin to separate them. C.S. Lewis and his book, Surprised by Joy, describes his testimony in a series of signposts. I think I would put my first signpost at age 12, um, because up until that point, my life was defined and clear and straight. And at age 12, I lost my home and my family, not due to death, but to their own implosion. And as you can imagine, at 12 years old, that October, I was thrust into the dark I was quite literally lost. I had no sense of security or identity or belonging. And it's been a decade of searching for signposts. And they have been so hard to read and so oftentimes unclear and left with me begging for even a fragment of light. But if you go to my apartment, you'll see pictures all over the walls of these wonderful, incredible people in my life who have reached out and held my hand and not let go. Frederick Buechner describes grace not as something gentle, but as something hurtling into the atmosphere of our lives, sending explosions of terror and pain and astonishment. And that was grace for me. So I think it is an act of astronomical grace that I'm here getting to work with kids who are looking for a sense of belonging and identity and security. That blows my mind. Good morning. We are the Almonds. I'm Brandon. This is Jana. Hopefully you came to that conclusion. <laughs> um, yeah, our journey to here, I'd say, we'll just say like it started around 2015. We were both uh, doing our undergrad at Penn State. We were both doing uh, study abroad stints. I did my student teaching in Sweden. Jana was doing her study abroad in Siena, Italy. And when we came back, we just had this like longing for being abroad um, in some capacity. Uh, so after I graduated from Penn State, I looked for international school opportunities. Uh, I applied for a position 
in Venezuela at some point. Um, Jana also had an opportunity to potentially live in Italy for a permanent period, but it just wasn't God's timing at that point. And it kind of threw us through some weird emotional hoops and stages. Um, so there was a lot of personal growth there for us as individuals. And then we found each other and started dating. And during our dating relationship, we had expressed you know, that desire to do something abroad and to intertwine our, our faith and uh, living abroad. And so it was on our hearts. But then we got engaged and then COVID. And then we're, we just had to reassess. And from there, Channel will take the rest. Um, so it seems like it's already a little bit of a theme and I'm sure everyone can relate, but um, this short passage in James really illustrates our past two years with COVID. Um, it says, come now, you who say today or tomorrow, we will go into such and such a town and spend a year there and trade and make a profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. So we had a lot of plans. <laughs> and then, um, as Brandon mentioned, a few months after we got engaged, COVID happened and um, we ended up getting married in a really small ceremony in my parents' backyard, um, both unemployed. Just living the dream, exactly as we planned. <laughs> and um, we really just pushed on a lot of doors. We were like, maybe we'll do this. Okay, that didn't work, we'll do this. That didn't work, we'll do this. And it just kept going. Um, and um, I had actually already kind of thought about BFA, was a little turned off at raising support um, when I was uh, single and, and newly, or newly um, graduated from college. So um, we looked into that again and we were like, let's just see, it's like another door, let's just see. And it seemed like as soon as we approached each door, they flew open. And um, we decided to continue until God shut the door and here we are. I'm Andrew, this is my wife, Christine. We are coming from Huntsville, Alabama. Uh, I'm computer science, she's chaplain, in case you were wondering. Um, journey, it's a long one for me. Uh, I grew up in Thailand um, as an MK, so you can always kind of trace it back to there. Um, but we met at Bryan College, is where we, we were in classes together, we played soccer together. That's where we got, uh, we got married right after graduating. That's where we met Eric Choi, Hannah, then Bonner, and Dan Katz, who are all here now. So after graduating, we, I got into grad school in Huntsville, went to grad school, we got married, went to Huntsville, where Christine's been working as a assistant director of youth and family ministries at a church, youth pastor, for um, four years. And then I finished grad school and I've been working as a radar analyst in Huntsville. Um, I never wanted to be a missionary. Um, I still don't really want to be a missionary in some ways. Um, 
there's a really assuring and relaxing part about working in a stable environment where your needs are provided for, you have good insurance, you are a valuable member of a team that pays you for it. Um, but that started to change a little bit. Um, and it's kind of our story coming to be a phase a little interesting in that it's a story of wanting to leave for wrong reasons and then God saying, no, you need to stay. And then as soon as we settled, God ca actually calling us and feeling a much more strong call to go. So I felt that in the spring and summer of 2020, I was working from home a lot and I wasn't allowed to do any work. So I was getting paid to sit around, which is fun for two weeks and then it's miserable. Um, so in that season, I wanted a way out of Huntsville. And I think my MK shallow groups started cropping up a bit. And so I started, Eric uh, mentioned that they needed a computer science teacher and a math teacher. And I was like, hey, I can do those things. So I started looking into it a bit more, kind of just feeling out what it would look like. Um, and then I had a long conversation with uh, a mentor of mine who uh, grew up in Africa 30, 40 years ago. And he was like, no, Andrew, people in Huntsville aren't bad people just because they have money or they're planted or they've never left the state. And you can live around them and learn from them and they can just be as valuable a part of the body of Christ. Um, and so that really kind of just put me on my heels a bit and kind of settled me. Um, and then Christine can take it from there. Yeah, so when Andrew mentioned BFA, I, and growing up I was like, I would love to do something like that and work in a dorm. And so when he mentioned BFA, I was like, no, <laughs> we're grown-ups now. Let's, <laughs> let's keep working the jobs that we have where I'm really happy and I feel really important and I feel like a valuable member of our society and I know my place, so let's stay here. And like he said, we started to pray about, okay, what does it look like to stay here? And then we both, I, I started to be like, well, maybe we should go. <laughs> I'm not comfortable at work right now. We should leave. We should go. We should pursue other opportunities. And then Andrew got to be the one who was like, maybe we should pray about our hearts and staying here. And so we did, and the Lord was very gracious and made us feel very at peace with being in Huntsville. And we really... I mean, in the last year, really dove into the relationships we had there, especially with our small group, which I think was a bit more surprising to them when we were like, we think we have to move overseas. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, we, we think you guys do. And we're like, no, you're supposed to tell us to stay. <laughs> guys, we're telling you this, so you'll be like, no, don't, don't worry about it, don't worry about it. But it was so affirming that every person we spoke to they told us how much we'd be missed and how much they believed that we were supposed to go. As much as we wanted them to be like, no, no, you have to stay. Even my students who were like, oh, Christine, you can't leave us. But go, fine, just go. Um, and we felt the Lord's blessing as we felt very sent and in the past week feeling very welcomed here. So we're very thankful for this opportunity and for the way you guys have welcomed us in. Hi, my name is Crystal. I'm from the hot state of Phoenix, Arizona. So I'm really enjoying the weather here. <laughs> um, I'll be a resident assistant in Zona. I'm super excited, but 
it was a long road to get here, especially with COVID like everyone else. I graduated in May of 2019 with a degree in biblical studies and I love the Bible. I love uh, talking about our faith and the, just the ups and the downs of our faith. Um, <clears throat> but I didn't really feel like I wanted to work in a church. I wanted to do something like daily life with people and so that's where I kind of felt called into missions because I love the world and I ultimately just wanted to position myself to see God work and what greater way to see God work than in the students' lives here at BFA, but then COVID hit, so then I kind of waited and I waited and I prayed. I'm not very good at waiting, um, <laughs> but I found a way. God, you know, gave me his grace and I got a job at Chick-fil-A and I worked my way up to a delivery manager where I learned a lot about leadership and just leading by example and eating too much Chick-fil-A food. <laughs> um, and I kept going through doors like other people were saying and it just wasn't working out. Like I even applied to move to Hong Kong and I was like, That's, this isn't it. So then I finally, just through research and waiting and praying, I found an opportunity to come to BFA to be an RA and I jumped at the opportunity to do daily life with these students while also supporting missionaries across the world to do global work. Um, and so I'm super excited to be here. Every day I get more excited for the students to come and to meet them and to just do the life with them, like I said. So yeah, thank you. Good morning, my name is John, and this is my wife Joy, though to some of you possibly recognized by another name. I'm not going to dare try to tell her story here, so she can start for us. So I grew up in this community, was born in the Kinnikankan house in Lirach, um, and some of you who are sitting here were part of my story, part of the influence that first stirred my heart um, into missions. And those of you who weren't the specifics, it was people like you who came to serve, whose lives I watched as they loved us, as they served us, that moved in me a desire to do ministry also. Um, so when I graduated from BFA in 2000, um, went to Bible College in Canada, where I met John. Um. Um, I, my father was in the military, so there was some moving around in, in my past and some, let's say, rootlessness. Um, and, and I think of what has brought us here. Um, well, I think when we got married, we wanted to serve God together, and we thought that that was going to be on the mission field, somewhere other than Canada. Uh, that's, by the way, where we've come from most recently. Um, we served for a few years in Uganda, and during that assignment, while we were having questions about what's going to come next, um, what should we do, what direction are we going to move in, which has been a prayer almost constantly since that time, 15-ish um, years ago. We, we had uh, a long and very personal conversation with Joy's parents, Harold and Betty Clausen, whom should be familiar to some of you as well, and we said, well, here's what we're thinking. God maybe is telling us pastoral ministry, maybe suggesting teaching to us, and, and Harold is maybe, you can imagine, goes, eh, pastoring, it's all right, but no one really likes them. If you want to change lives, though, you should be a teacher. 
and that, I mean, is, was a significant moment for me, and that's what started, in, in, at least in my reckoning, started us in the direction that's brought us here. So we, um, we went back to Canada for John to get more education, and I was educating our four kids. Well, it was one, and then it grew to four at home. And um, it was like a long road that God took us through on that one because he had things to teach us along the way. So by the time we got through that and where John was teaching at the university, we kind of figured, okay, well, that's fine. This is good. We're, we're settled here, and this is a great ministry field here in Canada. And, you know, overseas, maybe God doesn't want us back over there. Um, and I was looking at academic jobs within Canada, you know, near family and parents and all of that, when a job posting for BFA popped up one night late, and I texted John as a joke, and I was being sarcastic, but he didn't read that in the text. They're like, wouldn't this be funny? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh yeah, that'd be really great. And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I've been there, done that. It wasn't going here again. And... Um, yeah, so I was like, okay, well, we said we we're going to be open, and so we have to consider everything that comes up, but it's like, God, I've got my list. I want my three days. I'm doing Jonah. Like, I've got my reasons. I'm going to go through why we're not doing this again, um, being back on support and all of the rest. And so I gave him every reason, and he didn't sleep a lot for three days, but at the end of it, we looked at each other. There was the peace and the joy, and we're like, yeah, no, this is this is the door we're going to go through, and I mean, this is God's idea. He can open or close, but this is what we're we're going to do. So that started coming here. When we returned to Canada from Africa in 2008, um, we shortly after decided that there were at least two principles that were going to govern how our lives went from there. One is that we talked about it, we knew we would definitely never come to BFA. <laughs> and we were definitely done with living on support. <laughs> But, praise God, our, our principles and decisions have been overruled, have been, have been taken down, and we're blessed to be part of this community and to hopefully make a positive contribution. Hello, my name's Estelle, and I'll be working in the art department. And my story with BFA um, began back in the 80s when um, both my parents uh, worked here for a short time. My mom came here for two years and worked with Loralee Hill at Storkenblick. And um, then her second year here, my dad came uh, and they met during orientation. <laughs> um, and then when I was about six, we uh, as a family moved to the Black Forest region and um, I didn't uh, come here as a student, but um, we came to the church for a little bit and I participated in things like Awana and um, I had some flute lessons here. And uh, so I kind of grew up around um, BFA and had a lot of friends here. And it's nice uh, seeing some of you who were here back in the early 2000s and it's amazing to think back and um, realize that um, yeah, my story's kind of coming full circle, and I get to like work with some of you now, and yeah, it's really special. Um, so uh, I'm half American, half German, so uh, working with uh, uh, missionary kids and TCKs is uh, something that I'm very familiar with, and um, it's really neat to uh, pour into their lives and share my story with them and hear where they've come from and help them with different struggles they might have 
and um, yeah, do that through art as well as um, daily life. And um, yeah, so I'm actually still working on my support raising. Um, I got some more supporters even this weekend, so God's still working. <laughs> yeah, and so I'm very excited. Um, I live in Bavaria right now, so it's very nice that I'm, I'm close enough that I can come over for things like this and uh, meet you all, and I'm very excited to get started. So thank you. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. It's good to be with all of you. Uh, my name is Lucas. This is Rachel. We are the Fultzes. Um, I grew up in northern Minnesota. I've lost most of my accent, but it still comes out every once in a while if I um, am around people, especially with a little bit of a Canadian or Minnesotan. Um, I heard about BFA through a former student, ended up here. That's a longer story that I'm, I'm happy to tell. God really changed a lot of plans. and. Um, so I worked here previously from the fall of 2015 to the spring of 2018. Um, numbers aren't my strong suit, but I, I think that's right. And um, the first two years here, I was an RA working in Maugenhard. And then my third year, I stepped into the program assistant position. And from my time in the dorms as the program assistant, and then just interacting with people throughout the community, um, God really laid it on my heart um, to, to recognize, to see, and to be aware of um, some different mental health difficulties that are just really common in our community. Um, so I'm going to hand it over to Rachel to tell a little bit of the next part. I'm Rachel, and um, I am originally from Pennsylvania, and my story at BFA started um, previously, too. We're on Chapter 2 here. Um, and so I started in 2012, and I was here till 2018 as a second grade teacher at the lovely elementary school, CSK. <laughs> and God brought my story here. Um, I always loved German growing up. I wanted to learn German, and I always wanted to be a teacher. And so when I found out there was a Christian international school in Germany, I thought, wow, that's really cool. <laughs> and it brought together so many of my gifts and passions. It was just such a great fit for me. Then during um, those, the fifth, sixth year I was here, I met Lucas, who worked in the dorm. <laughs> and so we, in 2018, we got married, and we lived in Wheaton, Illinois, for the last three years. And Lucas worked on his marriage and family therapy degree from Wheaton College, and um, then was able to work at a practice in Wheaton as well. And I continued to teach second grade in Wheaton, which was so great. So now, Lucas is going to say how we came back. We have wanted to return to the BFA community ever since we left. Um, we left knowing that there was something that God had in store for us um, back in the States for a season of life. We didn't know if that season was going to be one or two years or 15 years or 40 years, but we always felt like God had it in store for us to be able to return at some point. So um, ever since we lived in Wheaton, like from when we first got married, we were praying about, God, um, if it's your will, would you allow us to return to the BFA community? This is where our hearts are. This is where we believe that you have called us to, but um, would you give us, would you show us if this is what you want for us? And so we, we prayed about, about returning for um, a good few years. And finally, this, la this past January, 
we got to a point where we felt it would be disobedient not to pursue returning. Um, we had a number of friends reach out to us and say things like, Rachel and Lucas, I had a dream that you guys were coming back. Um, yes. Um, some of these people are here today. Um, and so we, we started the process. Um, we had some tough decisions to make because we were both coming from really good jobs. I had gotten hired on at the place I interned at for my marriage and family therapy program. Um, Rachel was teaching at a really well-known school in the area, and we thought, you know, this is kind of a, a crossroads for us. We could stay where we're, we're comfortable, where we have jobs. Um, we're not having to live on support. Um, support raising is tiring. It can be stressful. There's blessings to it, but it's also hard. And so we, we prayed, and we um, sought wisdom from friends and family. Um, and then we felt God's peace, just so overwhelming and incredible, saying, you have the freedom, the peace, my blessing to go and return to BFA. And so um, support raising was really crazy in a short amount of time, um, but God is good, and he knows what we need, and he, he cares for us. Um, we may not always receive what we want the way that we expect that we're going to get it, but God is good. And so I'm going to be working in the counseling department here at BFA. Um, I'm super excited for this role and this opportunity. Is there anything else? <laughs> I'll work at CSK. <laughs> okay. Rachel will be working at CSK, teaching second grade, and... Um, is very excited to be back in, in that role and getting to know lots of new young minds. So it's good to be with all of you. Thank you. Good morning. Uh, it is good to be back. Um, I am a graduate from the class of 2014. And uh, I love this community. Um, so I'm trying to think of how I first heard about BFA, right? Uh, um, but as I was working in the States, I went to Calvin College um, after leaving here. Um, and I, grad I graduated in 2018 with a bachelor's in business um, and a focus on marketing, which I was like, at first I was like, okay, why am I doing this? Um, but then, you know, support raising, it's kind of marketing yourself. So... <laughs> You know, that's, that's my justification. Um, and I'm minored in German, so it just, it just fit really well. So um, when I was thinking about coming back here, I was getting comfortable in my job back in the States. Um, and I was like, I don't want to get comfortable here. So um, uh, COVID hit, and I was kind of twiddling my thumbs. And I was like, OK, God, um, what would you have me do? Um, and so uh, the question that popped up was, is this where you want to be right now, Roger? And um, uh, my answer was immediately, no. Um, so from that, I started praying, and I was like, God, what would you like me to do? Um, and I have been doing youth ministry at my church, um, volunteering for the past seven years. Um, since, yeah, my youth pastor just pulled me aside first day I got back from church, and he was like, you look like you should do youth ministry. And I was like, I was like, uh, okay, sure, yeah. Um, but I fell in love with it. I really did. Um, I love the kids. Um, I feed off their energy. Um, 
and then I shut the door when I don't need their energy. Um, <laughs> and so uh, it's, it, it kind of was just good for me to know that, um, uh, that seven years of youth, minist youth ministry back in the States uh, kind of was leading me uh, towards here. And so I, um, as I was praying, um, I landed on youth ministry, and I was like, okay, that's, that's what I'm going to be doing. Um, now, where should I go? So I started praying about that, and um, uh, just BFA just kept popping right back up, and I was like, okay, okay, I'm not opposed to that. Because um, I, like I said, I love this community, and I have been very grateful for my time here and influenced by people. And so I sent an inquiry email, and I was like, hey, do you guys need male resident assistance? <laughs> Well, the rest is history, um, and uh, I'm here. I'm very happy to be here. Um, I'll be at Zona, um, and uh, I'm excited for the 18 guys to show up um, on Sunday. Totally prepared for them. Um, but yeah, I'm very happy to be here, um, and uh, yes, thank you. <laughs> Hoover. I'm Dennis. <laughs> um, in 2006, or 2009, I'm sorry, um, Dennis and I decided to take a once-in-a-lifetime trip to Europe, and we came over to visit Joan and Calvin Howe, because they were working here at BFA, and we wanted to know more. I'm not sure why. It was definitely the Lord leading us. And so what we would do is we would travel during the week and then we'd get to Schlingen on Friday and Calvin would pick us up and he'd have a whole schedule for us on the weekend. And we worked in all the dorms and then we, he'd put us back on the train on Monday and we'd travel and we'd show back up on Friday. So we did that for four weekends. And that is when God captured our heart for BFA. So the once in a lifetime trip to Europe we ended up coming in, that was 2009, 2010, 2011, and 2013. And we did a lot of driving, a lot of driving. We picked up a lot of students from the Bodisher and Esbebe and the Europort. So um, then I said to Dennis, do you think when you retire, we'll be too old? <laughs> and um, it just made me think of when uh, the Lord um, said to Isaiah, um, you know, whom shall I send, and who shall go for us? And I'm like, here am I, send me. And um, that was when Calvin asked us if we'd come drive in 2010. I'm like, yeah. And Dennis goes, well, I guess I'm going too. <laughs> so um, when Dennis retired, we were going to come over, and it just makes me think of the verse that many are the plans that, the, that, that people make. This is my version. But it's the Lord's plan that prevails. So... During that time of visiting Calvin and Joan, several times Calvin reached out to me and said, Dennis, we need some dorm parents. Would you, could you come now? And I said, well, Calvin, if I lose my job, I will come. <laughs> well, I was going to retire in 2022, but there was this virus that God created in a unique way that resulted in my losing my, what I thought was a very secure job at a hospital. I'd worked there for 28 years, and I was committed to them, and I thought they were committed to me, and God took that away, and while it hurt initially, we very quickly saw the hand of God 
as deliverance from healthcare in the United States. <laughs> and so we have not retired, we are recommissioned. And it's not recommissioned by anyone but God himself. And so um, that was May of 2020, and that has allowed us then, well, we made application in October of 19. God's timing was, I want you sooner in BF at BFA. And so in May of 2020, we started the process of um, learning what a CSK is. Um, did I say that no, right? Third, yeah, TCK. See, I it was that acronym up here that I remembered. Those of you who've interacted with me over the last couple of weeks, I get everything mixed up. Um, maybe that's why I lost my job. No, uh, but but anyway. Um, so over the last a little more than a year, God has clearly directed our steps, and we made application to come to BFA. And because Calvin thought we would be good dorm parents, we, that's what we applied for. But because of the six super dorm parents that were here last year who are all staying, um, when we met and had a conversation with Trey and Randy, they said, we have a different job for you. And we go, but that's, we wanted to be dorm parents. And God said, support staff. And so our goal is to serve the Lord by serving the um, Res Life programs and staff, um, particularly the adults. While we are certainly going to interact and get to know the kids, we're there to support the dorm parents and the RAs. So we're really excited to be here. We um, sold our house. Um, we have pulled up our tent stakes. We have moved to Condern for as long as God calls us to be here, a minimum of three years. Um, but over the last few days, we've been reading John Piper's book of Rethinking Retirement. And so we haven't re retired. We are recommissioned to serve here. Hi, everyone. My name is Karis Mayer. And as you can see, I will be the new RA at Stork. I am, I am from Wichita, Kansas. And I just recently graduated this past November from John Brown University in Arkansas. Yes. Um, with my failing human services degree. So my last semester of college, I was very much like, OK, what am I going to do with this next phase of my life? And I was very much in the mindset of, Lord, I'll go wherever you want me to go. Do whatever you want me to do. I just need some direction. I need a sign. And so that's kind of what I started praying for and had my family start praying me for um, was just, yeah, a sign from the Lord of what I'm supposed to do in this next season. And it was about two weeks after graduation, I was FaceTiming one of my best friends um, that I met at John Brown, and her name is Kaylin Campbell. And you guys probably, so you know the Campbell family. Um, and I was just talking to her and sharing my heart of where I wanted to be in this next season. And she said, hey, have you considered applying for the RA position at BFA? And I knew about the dorm parent position, not so much the RA. And so I was like, my mind went to there. And I was like, Kaylin, don't you have to be married to do that? Like, I'm very unqualified. <laughs> so um, she was like, no. And she started to explain what the RA position was all about. And I just knew instantaneously in that conversation that this was something that the Lord wanted me to pursue. And um, it was kind of just a one-way track since then. Um, and I just want to clarify that even though I was praying for a specific sign and direction, I genuinely didn't believe that the Lord 
was going to answer in that way. I thought he would do it more in a roundabout way, you know, like pushing me out of my laziness and trying to, I don't know, apply for different jobs and stuff like that. But the Lord was very much like, no, I can answer your prayers directly. I can give you a specific sign and I don't fit into the box that you try to put me in. Um, and just standing here today and being with all of you, I am so thankful that the Lord does not fit in the box that I try to put him in. Um, so yeah, very blessed to be here and to wrap this all up, and, and this time I'm gonna end it a little bit differently by honoring the Olympics and my Res Life team who convinced me to do this. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the stories of how God has brought our staff here. We hear every year people who have listened to these episodes and are impacted. They have to pull over the car and just process what they've heard. If any of these stories have meant anything to you, we'd love to hear from you. Write to communications at bfacademy.de. We'd love to pass along a word of encouragement to any of the staff members that you've heard and We'd love to talk to you as well about how maybe you can be a part of this group of people in the years to come. Until next time, we're Josh and Nathan, and thanks for listening.